Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cricket Stitchings. My name is Lauren, and today we are going to talk about time management and efficiency, mostly surrounding some of my favorite software programs and tools and apps and all the digital things <laughs> that help you to streamline your business and be able to run it more efficiently and um, and just to be able to manage your time in a way that doesn't make you feel so overwhelmed or like you're pulled into a million different directions and you can't ever finish anything because you're just like kind of running around in circles and not getting anything done. When I ask people what their biggest struggles are as business owners um, and specifically as like online business owners with product-based businesses, although more and more people are having digital businesses, um, I think that sometimes there's different struggles that come with that, but <clears throat> it's not really any different when you're looking at running a business, depending on, you know, kind of how um, busy you are and everything. So I would say a very busy digital business is probably just as time consuming as a busy product-based business. So anyway, time management is the biggest thing that always comes up for people is how do I organize myself? How do I organize my time? How do I get more done? Um, I'm overwhelmed. This is particularly true when you are talking about sort of the middle-aged crowd, I guess, <laughs> um, where a lot of times you have kids at home and you're doing this part-time in the margins and all of that, or you're working a full-time job or both. You have kids and a full-time job, and this is like truly on the side um, and so you are pulled in a lot of different directions. It's not just that you're not being efficient. Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about some of those tools, some of those apps that I use, that I love, that I've used for a long time. Um, and also just that I think are really important in terms of growing your business and marketing yourself so that you can continue to have a successful business. As a business owner, you hopefully know that time is one of your most valuable resources, if not your most valuable. You need to be able to manage your time effectively in order to build a business, to create your products, to sell them, to market, to manage the finances, all the admin parts of running a business. You're wearing a lot of hats as an online business owner. You don't have someone where you're outsourcing, most of us anyway, where you're outsourcing, you know, various things like bookkeeping or ordering inventory or designing or whatever. Larger companies have different departments that handle all of those things, though so they only have to be good at their one piece of the puzzle. But as an online business owner and as a solopreneur, you're in charge of everything. Thankfully, um, there are a lot of tools and apps that help us to streamline things and to save you time and to be more organized, really, because ultimately what I normally find for people is not that they don't have the time, it's that their time is not organized well enough for them to be as efficiently to be as efficient as possible in the limited amount of time that they have. So if you have two hours to work on your business because your kids just went to bed and so you can finally sit down and actually get something done and what ends up happening is you check your email and then you check social media and then you reply to a Instagram comment and then 
you maybe edit some photos that you took of products that you made and then you remember that you need to order a new supply and you create one listing and then now your two hours are up or it's probably up long before that (laughs) Um, and you haven't really accomplished a whole lot. You've done some things that kind of needed to be done but you haven't really done something that has allowed you to say like during this time frame I ordered all of my inventory for the next six months and now I don't have to think about that um, moving forward because it's already taken care of so that is off my plate. There's no real organization of what you're working on and when you're working on it and so it becomes very scattered and it makes you feel like I sat at the computer and I did stuff like I'm working I'm not just like surfing Instagram Um, so I haven't had like downtime. I've spent the evening working, but I haven't actually accomplished anything that's allowed me to then shut that part of my brain off and feel like those tasks are taken care of. And I think that that's really where people get overwhelmed. And it's also where the burnout happens is because the result of doing things that way is that you feel like you're always working. Every time you sit down, you're trying to create an Instagram post and you're checking your email and you're responding to Etsy conversations and, you know, you're doing all these little tasks. Um, and so you feel like you are always on that you can't ever just completely be done with those things because there's always like a little bit here and a little bit there. And that, I mean, I lived in that space for a very long time. There are still times where I drop the ball and I'm back in that space again. Um, but I have made some changes over the years that have allowed me to be more organized and to manage that time better so that um, I do have the ability to kind of disconnect, which I think is really important Um as a business owner for the longevity of your business so that you don't just completely drive yourself crazy and also just as a human being so that you can have downtime. If you don't ever have any downtime and you feel like all of your time is on all the time, you will burn out, I promise. So we are going to kick it off with plan. Plan is for social media scheduling and it is P-L-A-N-N. And plan is my favorite scheduling tool, and I have used a lot of them. Um, Now, granted, you probably shouldn't follow me for social media advice because I am still very inconsistent with my social media because in spite of the fact that you can schedule things ahead of time and you can be very organized with plan, it still obviously does require you to actually use it, um, which sometimes I drop the ball there. But social media really should be an essential part of any e-commerce business's marketing strategy. Managing social media accounts, though, and getting everything posted in various places and posting high-quality content and even knowing what is high-quality content or what your followers want from you can be a little overwhelming and confusing. And it can also be very time-consuming, particularly if you're creating things on the spot um, or you're creating them kind of at a whim, it really doesn't allow you to be strategic about it and to have any kind of strategy where you are saying, you know, I'm looking at the analytics here and I'm looking at what people are liking and I'm going to create more content like that. 
Um, and you're actually like using your data to analyze what is working for you and what's not working for you. Without a social media scheduling tool, of course you can see your analytics inside of every platform that you're using, but they are a little more rudimentary and um, just not quite as clear. Plan has good analytics. Um, so one, a couple or a couple of the things that I really like about using a social media scheduling tool rather than posting day by day is that you can do it all at once. So like I said before, if you're kind of haphazardly posting things or piecing different various tasks together where you're not doing everything at once, but you're just, you know, doing, doing the spinning around in circles, whatever's right in front of you. Um, it's going to be very time consuming, but by being able to do it all at once and schedule them out, you could say in that same two hours that we just talked about, I'm going to take this two hours of time and I'm going to create social media content for the next two weeks. And you can get all of them uploaded, all of them with their captions and their hashtags. You can schedule stories. You can post to multiple uh, platforms. So you can do um, Instagram and Facebook. And I actually had to hit pause just so I could go look at it. But you can do um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, if you have a desire to do that, TikTok and Pinterest. And it can also then distribute them across all of those platforms. So let's say you have, let's say you really love TikTok, you can do all of your TikTok stuff. And then you can also repost those to Instagram stories and to Facebook as like a little, you know, short clip or whatever. Um, that is huge in terms of allowing you to maximize the reach of every piece of content that you create. So if you're going to spend the time to create it anyway, you might as well get the most bang for your buck and be able to put it everywhere that you possibly can put it. Um, if you're creating Instagram stories, why would you not also post them to Facebook? Why would you not also create TikTok videos? This is going to be the easiest way to get the maximum reach from the, the least amount of content possible. So that's a huge benefit of it. It's also just the scheduling out in general, which allows you to be more consistent. Consistency on any platform is going to be crucial for building a presence and engaging with people. Um, the algorithms are going to favor people who are more consistent. If you drop off the face of the earth for weeks at a time, you're going to struggle to get that reach back again. Another benefit of something like plan is that it allows you to plan out things in advance. You can see what it's going to look like before you post anything. You can see what the overall feed is going to look like. So if you have a theme or if you want to rotate through content ideas, um, or you can see like what this picture looks like within, you know, the, the scope of what your overall feed is going to look like. Um, this is also really helpful for me when I'm looking at trying to not have every single post be similar to each other, or if you're promoting different products, like you can kind of get a better feel or a better grasp, I guess, of 
what you last promoted, what picture you used. Um, you know, so a shop like mine where I mostly just have blankets and bunnies, I want to make sure that I'm showing different versions of the blankets, different colors, some girl ones, some boy ones, different fonts, all of that. It allows you to be more organized in kind of cycling through products when you can see it laid out and you can see, you know, how, how often you're posting something that's very similar to the next thing that you have. Um, and then, as I mentioned before, the analytics are going to be just way more robust. Um, you can see, you can plan out hashtags. And so those are way easier to post um, in plan. And you can see what your most viewed content was, your most viewed stories. You can make sure that um, your themes are going together. You can see what has the most engagement, all of these things. It's it's really a lot of information. Um, but if you are trying to grow a social media account and incorporate social media into your marketing portion of your shop, Plan is going to really help you to do that in a strategic way. And it's very easy to use. And um, that's just <laughs> the ease of use and the consistency and the ability to plan in advance is going to go so far in your growth on that platform because without those things, you're just kind of stumbling around posting random pictures of your kids that that happened today. And so that's the first thing on your mind. It becomes this very like haphazard, just random stuff that happens to cross through your brain at the moment you want to post those things. Next up in terms of our favorite software tools and things that I just love to use, um, I cannot do a, a podcast episode without mentioning Aweber. Email marketing, well, Aweber is an email marketing um, tool, a platform, I guess, like you would call it. Um, and email marketing is a vital tool for building relationships with your customers and promoting your business. When it comes to email marketing, Aweber has a unique advantage that no other email marketing program has, which is the ability to directly integrate with Etsy. I will caveat this by saying, I do not love Aweber. I do not think that it is actually the best email marketing program. I don't know why Etsy has decided that this is going to be the one that they integrate with. It seems very weird to me, but regardless, it is the one that they've integrated with. And so for that reason, that is just like an invaluable benefit to Aweber in spite of some of the more clunky aspects of that particular software, of which there are a lot. As an Etsy seller, the chances are very high that even if you're selling on other places, marketplaces, or your own website or whatever, a large per portion of your customers, particularly if you're in my community and you're listening to this podcast, are coming to you from Etsy. And with Etsy's or with Aweber's integration with Etsy, you can easily capture the email addresses from your past Etsy customers in a way that is both Etsy legal, so it's not violating the terms of service of Etsy. It's also not violating the spam laws. Um, so it allows you to build an email list from your past Etsy customers. 
There are so many benefits to building an email list, which maybe I'll do an episode about that in the future. That's a kind of a different conversation. But suffice to say, if you are not building an email list, I cannot encourage you enough to do that. It is so important. Um, and even if you don't really feel like you're at the point that you're ready for email marketing or that you really even know why you should be doing email marketing or what you're going to plan to do with your email marketing list, I would still encourage you to integrate with Aweber and begin to capture those email addresses. Um, One of the huge benefits of email marketing is that you are not obligated to continue to direct those people back to Etsy, but you can market to them however you want. Black Friday sales, you got a new website, an Instagram live sale, a birthday promotion, whatever you want to do. It's really up to you what you want to do, which is a little intimidating for people who don't have any experience with email marketing, but also gives you a whole lot of freedom. So if you don't know exactly where you're going to go with it and you are just kind of getting started selling online, I would still really encourage you to take advantage of this integration. It is free up to, I think, 500 people, and it's going to take you a while to get to 500 people on your email list anyway, but it, although they say they can go back and email your past Etsy customers to um, join your email list, in my experience with that, it's not nearly as effective as doing it along the way. Um, You know, if somebody bought from you a year ago and then all of a sudden this email comes asking if they want to join your email list, they're not that likely to click yes. (laughs) Um, So if it's a more recent purchase, then they're a lot more likely to do that, which is why I say even if you're not really ready yet, I would still encourage you to integrate it. So you can just be building that in the background, even if you never email them, even if you're not doing anything (laughs) with those email addresses right now it will still give you access to those people and that that contact information once you're ready for it. Like I said, the integration is free. It's very easy to set up. So you just walk through it and get everything signed up. They also have um, sign up forms that you can create. You can look at the analytics of your open rates and all of that. You can segment people if you want to segment them by certain characteristics or, you know, just create like an Etsy segment so that you know that that's where all these people came from. Um, They have campaigns and broadcasts and all the email things. Again, Aweber is not my favorite email marketing software. It's not what I use for my business, um, for my coaching business or my product-based business to actually send the emails but I do use it in the background for those, um, for that list building capability and the integration with Etsy. And it is very, very good for that and has allowed me to build an email list much easier and faster than I would have been able to do on my own without the integration. And for those of you that haven't heard me talk about email marketing before or are just like a little bit side eye about <laughs> email marketing, Um, email marketing has built my own website business almost single-handedly. Like I have not done a lot or any really 
ads. Um, I am really inconsistent with social media in spite of me talking to you about how consistency is key. And it is, I, I am right in that, but you know, it's kind of one of those do as I say, not as I do kind of things. Um, and yet still my website, looking at the analytics right now, um, my website revenue for my funkymonkeychildren.com website is up 239% year over year. And that is, um, just due to email marketing. Um, so it is a really, really powerful tool and I would encourage you to get that integration going so that you can start building that email list, even if you don't really feel like you're ready yet. The last one that I want to talk about for this particular episode, and then I will be doing um, my favorite tools and tips and software things number two next week, but my favorite, my next favorite one for this week is Printed Mint. Um, So many of you are in the POD space. Printed Mint, for whatever reason that I'm not sure about, (laughs) um, seems to be not as well known of a POD, um, what's, what am I looking for? Integrator, I guess, or, um, company, POD company. Um, but if you are in the e-commerce space, even if you are not solely, um, selling POD items, which I don't necessarily think that's only selling POD items is the way to go, depending on what you're actually making. But um, if you're in a different space and you're looking for a way to expand your product offerings without having to order more inventory and create everything yourself, or you're looking for a solution that can allow you just another avenue um, of differentiation and to diversify what you're offering and all of the reasons that I like Print On Demand, Um, Printed Mint is my favorite print-on-demand company. They have a ton of variety of products, mugs, tote bags, phone cases, shirts, blankets, sheets, I don't know, all the things. You create your design, you upload them, which I will say their uploading situation is like very slow and that is kind of annoying, but you upload them to Printed Mint and then they do everything for you just like any other POD company. They integrate with Etsy as well. Um, But in my experience, Printed Mint quality of products is much higher than a lot of the other ones that I've used. I'm actually exclusively using print on demand. I mean, not print. I am exclusively, exclusively using Printed Mint at this point for my POD items because in the past I was using a couple other companies for different products. Um, so depending on what the person was ordering, I had different companies that were supplying different things. And I got some consistently lukewarm, um, feedback. I think mostly like three stars or two stars about other companies and the quality of the printing and the quality of the product and the materials that were being used. Um, and also the packaging. And I've never gotten bad feedback about anything that I have shipped from Printed Mint. They package things way more nicely. I've used a couple other ones that they just like literally shove it in a poly mailer with nothing, no business cards, no stickers, no, there's no identifying information at all. It's just shoved in this bag and it just comes and you open it and it's just there. Um, Printed Mint, they print your little logo that you upload onto it. 
they, you can do like little crinkle paper. Um, and so there, it's just a nicer touch. And I've actually gotten positive feedback about printed mints packaging. Um, so that's in stark contrast to the negative feedback that I got from the other companies and the actual quality of the items I just find is a lot higher too. The blankets are thicker and they're softer and they're just nicer. They're just overall nicer. Um, printed mint is, it can be depending on the products, it can be a little bit more expensive, but for me, it's like, if you're talking about a couple dollars difference, then it's really not worth it to get the bad feedback, um, just to save a couple dollars versus having people, um, gush about how much they love the stuff, um, for a couple dollars more. That's my experience with print on demand, which admittedly is limited. It is not the only thing I do in my shop. It is not the main thing that I do in my shop, but I do have some pretty successful collections of printed, um, like POD items with the baby blankets and printed mint has above and beyond been my favorite one that I have used. If you have like thought about doing print on demand, but you haven't really dabbled in it yet because you don't really know exactly where to start or what you want to do with it. Um, some of the reasons that I like POD, some of the reasons that I added it to my handmade shop. So the majority of my products are handmade. I am monogramming them in my workshop, but then I have this other side part that's POD is that it does allow that diversification. I don't have the ability to print things in house. I don't have like a sublimation machine or whatever, nor do I really want to get into that. So this allows the diversification of those products. And, um, you know, if you're familiar with embroidery versus like sublimation or, um, garment printing, they have a very different look to them. So some people prefer one or the other, but this way I can appeal to both of those audiences. It also allows me to add different things. So I have swaddle blankets and minky like fluffy blankets that people can order with these printed designs. So it's a, a different product than what I carry in my shop that I embroider, which is the baby quilts. Um, that also allows me to expand beyond my maybe ideal customer for my monogrammed blanket. I would say the ideal customer for the printed blankets is a little bit of a different demographic. So it expands my audience for the shop as a whole, um, which can help to boost revenue, obviously. It also allows you to just save that time. My profit margins are lower on POD items. POD items tend to be kind of expensive. Um, like the raw material costs are kind of expensive. So the profit margins for those are lower for me, but then it also takes like zero time <laughs> um, because all I have to do is hit approve with the integrated order and it's sent to the printer and they ship it directly to the person and I don't have to do anything else. So while percentage wise, it's a lower profit margin, time wise, it's like pretty much nil. So there's a trade-off there, um, but I still think that it is beneficial to have that branch of the business. It wouldn't be the only thing that I would do if you are only doing it and those profit margins were still pretty low, you would be talking about a volume game at that point where you're just having to have a lot of sales to make up for the lower profit margins. Um, so I'm more speaking to like adding it into an established shop, adding a branch of that to your business, um, but those are all the reasons that I like POD in general. Printed Mint, I have found, just really continues the experience that I have in my shop. It, it feels more in, 
in line to me with the experience that my other customers are getting, which is these baby gifts that feel personal and feel high quality and feel like they have actually gotten, you know, a gift that they're going to love and use and enjoy and appreciate. Um, and the other printed on demand companies that I've used in the past, that vibe wasn't there with the way that they packaged it and the quality of the products and stuff. So I highly recommend Printed Mint um, if you are dabbling in the POD space and thinking about adding some things like that to your shop. So this was my first three, not necessarily top three, there's not really an order to this, but my first three uh, most favorite apps and tools and softwares, Plan and Printed Mint and a Weber. I will be back next week for my last other two um, software programs that I love, but I wanted to have a little more time to talk about those a little bit more in depth um, and all the benefits to them. And I don't want this to be like an hour long episode, so I'm gonna cut it off here and then I will be back next week with some more tools and software programs that I love that really help me to run an efficient and streamlined business with profit margins and time organization and all the things that allow me to get everything done without <laughs> losing my mind. So I hope that this has been helpful for you and I will see you back here next week. Bye for now. Oh,